This is a presentation of high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. High school football broadcasts are presented by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, Spiman Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, Southeast Community College, Members Own Credit Union, Dome University, Sunbelt Rentals, NDOT Highway Safety Office, and Play It Again Sports. Now, calling all the action, here's Nick Sainert and Jay Foreman. We are live from Seacrest Field as the final game of the regular season, just moments away from kicking off here. Nick Sainert, Jay Foreman out of town, so I call in the little pinch hitter, the uh, the backup kicker, if you will, Chris Raff. Raffy, what's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be out here again tonight. It's, two, a, it's a good one. Two it's nights a- in a row. Hadn't been here in about 30 years, and now I'm back here two nights in a row. Yeah, exactly. So you'll be able to take 60 years off after tonight. I don't, I don't know if I got 60 years left in me. Thank you. Thank you. We got Bill Bush in the, in the house behind us as well. It's a good one tonight. Number nine, Gretna versus number eight, Lincoln East. Obviously, the Spartans senior night, their final time here in the regular season playing on Seacrest Field. And this is the next Ag Appraisal and Realty pregame show. If you're looking to buy or sell farmland in Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, or Missouri, give Ethan Sorensen a call today at 402-540-0053 or visit them at nextagrealestate.com. Let's go ahead and talk first for the Gretna Dragons. They come in with a 6-2 and two record. They dominated last Friday against Omaha South in the form of a 63-0 to zero victory. And their only two losses this, excuse me, losses this season have come against really good quality opponents. One of those is Millard South, who's going to be probably the main contender with Omaha Westside for the state championship this year in Class A. And then Bellevue West, that's, as we know, led by a trio of Husker football commits and Daniel Kalen, Isaiah McMorris, and Davon Hall. They're going to be led at quarterback, and it was there was a lot of questions coming in this season. How do they replace the Oklahoma State Cowboys signee Zane Flores? Well, Alex Wilcoxon has answered the call and led them to another playoff appearance this season as they have officially stamped their ticket or punched their ticket but it's just now a matter of what seed they are. That's the case for both of these teams tonight. Alex Wilcoxon on the year just completed a little over 60% of his passes, just shy of 1,000 yards, and uh, not a great touchdown interception ratio, 11 TDs to 7 INTs, but he does a lot on the ground as he's contributed eight scores with his legs as well, and that pairs really, really nice with the experienced running back Isaiah Weber, 143 touches, 852 rushing yards, and a whopping 13 touchdowns on the ground for this Gretna Dragons offense. For the Spartans, they also come in 6-2. and two. Once again, they can get as high as the 7 seed with a win tonight against the Gretna Dragons. And similarly to the Dragons, their two losses have also been to quality opponents. One of those two, that same Millard South team, which Jay Foreman and I had the call a couple weeks ago here at Seacrest Field, the score said 45-21, to 21, but if you were here at that game, it was a much different type of football game. Millard South scored about 21 points in the final six or seven minutes of game time in that fourth quarter. So up until about that eight-minute mark in the fourth quarter, Lincoln East had played the number two team in this entire state of Nebraska real close. They're going to be led on offense by a guy we've talked about a ton of times. Jeter Worthy completed over 50% of his passes. But what he can really do is run the football, and he's the definition of a dual-threat guy. 17 touchdowns, four INTs through the air. But how about this? 
eight touchdowns as well. So there's a big source of offense for the Lincoln East Spartans in the arm and the feet, the legs of Jeter Worthy. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the next Ag Appraisal and Realty pregame show here from Seacrest Field as we're less than 10 minutes away from kicking things off. It's Nick Sainer, Chris Raff here on 93.7 The Ticket. Babe, pack your bags. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas? We just got the estimate from the wedding caterer, and we're going to have to elope. Actually, Members Home Credit Union is offering no-fee home equity lines of credit. We can borrow what we need with equity from the house. Wait, so we can keep the bacon-wrapped dates for the cocktail hour? We can keep the bacon-wrapped dates. From wedding bells to trekking the globe and everything in between, capture your dreams your way with a no-fee Members Home Credit Union home equity line of credit. Learn more at MembersOwnHELOC.org. Limitations may apply. Equal housing lender. Stretch, adjust, heal. At Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, we believe in the power of precise alignment. Our skilled chiropractors listen, understand, and treat your body's unique needs, offering a personalized pathway to peak performance. Don't let back pain knock you out of the game. Step into our clinic and walk out with a renewed strength. Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, pushing the boundaries of health and wellness. Treatment begins with you. Step back into life today. A team succeeds when they work together. Banking's no different. At UBT, we're in your corner for every financial move you want to make. Your money's backed by a roster of experts who put in the work to know you and your community. So whether you're opening a savings account, buying a home, or planning your future, you always know who to turn to. Working together toward your financial goals, that's a win in our playbook. Union Bank and Trust. Equal housing lender member FDIC. The best way to learn about Southeast Community College is to visit. SCC's Discovery Days will give you the opportunity to experience SCC firsthand this fall. Discovery Days provide information about SCC's programs of study, how to pay for college, SCC support services, housing, activities, and more. A campus tour and lunch are provided. See your options at southeast.edu slash visit SCC. SCC, your path to possible. Elway Power Sports of Lincoln is kicking off October with Can-Am side-by-side specials all month long. Are you ready to rule the terrain on a 2023 Can-Am Defender, Commander, or Maverick? You call a play and score big with rebates up to $1,500 or financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months. From an open road to the trails, there's a Can-Am side-by-side that's right for you, and Elway Power Sports of Lincoln has them all under one roof at their new 27th and I-80 location. Hurry in. The clock is running down. Offer ends October 31st, 2023. Certain conditions apply. See dealer for details. Babe, pack your bags. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas? We just got the estimate from the wedding caterer, and we're going to have to elope. Actually, Members Home Credit Union is offering no-fee home equity lines of credit. We can borrow what we need with equity from the house. Wait, so we can keep the bacon-wrapped dates for the cocktail hour? We can keep the bacon-wrapped dates. From wedding bells to trekking the globe and everything in between, capture your dreams your way with a no-fee Members Own Credit Union home equity line of credit. Learn more at MembersOwnHELOC.org. Limitations may apply. Equal housing lender. The best way to learn about Southeast Community College is to visit. SCC's Career Days will provide you with a hands-on experience as you learn alongside SCC faculty and students and industry partners. Explore careers in healthcare, construction, ag, automotive, manufacturing, engineering, power sports, transportation, or technology. See your options at southeast.edu slash visit SCC. SCC, your path to possible. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 
an absolutely perfect night for football. 76 degrees coming up here at kickoff just a few moments away as we wrap up the Next Ag Appraisal and Realty pregame show. Visit them online at nextagrealestate.com. Nick Sainer, Chris Raff here. Let's just give a breakdown here of what the playoff picture looks like for the capital city, for the teams from the city of Lincoln. Lincoln East tonight with a win against Gretna will be the seven seed. With a loss, they'll be an 11 seed. Now, why is that such a crucial difference? Well, the seven seed will host next week in week one of the playoffs. The number 11 seed will have to go on the road to wherever their matchup is. For other teams in the capital city, Lincoln Southeast may be as high as a four seed if they win North Star East and Norfolk all have to win their games as well. But then Lincoln Southeast may also be as low as a nine seed. And same thing there. They may not be able to host, but they also may have to go on the road if things play out. Now, this is the big one. This is the shocking one and probably the most uh, interesting one to keep our eye on through the throughout the evening. And that is Lincoln North Star. James Thompson, Tommy Armstrong, Alonzo Moore, that entire coaching staff, John Goodwin, Michael Hunter. We could go down the list. They've done a phenomenal job building Lincoln North Star back up. And so here's what they have to do to get to the playoffs tonight. They have to beat Columbus. If they do not beat Columbus this evening, none of this matters. North Star with the win and Norfolk upsetting Kearney with Gretna beating Northeast. They don't get in either. So there's a couple situations. But how about this? The Gators will either be a 14 seed or a 15 seed. And uh, Creighton Prep is locked in at that finals number 16 seed. So it's a very confusing situation, a very confusing process, but we know we're punching tickets and we're, we're uh, I should say, I'm sending, se- people, yeah, to sending people to state playoffs and then also finalizing the seeds yep. tonight in week nine of the high school football regular season. Lincoln East won the toss. They elected to defer. And so, They will kick things off to begin the game. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us on the final night of the regular season. And we are underway as Gretna and the return man will field it with his toes at the two-yard line. Here they go towards the north end zone. This is Alec Rungi with a lot of running room. Penalty flag on the play. Gets a lead block across the 45, across the 50. Reverses field, and he gets tackled down at the Lincoln East 45-yard line. But there's a penalty marker sitting back. At the Gretna 30, so we'll think this get one's a, coming back, Nick. Exactly. We'll get we'll hear from our referee early on in this one. Absolutely perfect night for football. 76 degrees at kickoff. We had 74 degrees at kick last night of ahead of a very competitive and good Lincoln Southwest versus Miller North football game. But now tonight, two degrees warmer at the 7 p.m. kick. And as both teams move their way back towards the 20-yard line or so. It's going to be a hold on the return team. And so that is going to be 10 yards from the spot of the foul, and I believe they will put that on the third, excuse me, the 20-yard line. So it works the same as a touchback. It'll be first and 10, and it's our first look at Alex Wilcoxon and company. Wilcoxon taking over for Zane Flores, obviously, who graduated last year, now down in Stillwater. Wilcoxon on the year. 11 touchdown passes, 7 INTs, and this is an East defense that has forced 7 interceptions this season. Multiple guys with 2 in Noah Burhoop and uh, Luke Lindquist. So here's Will Coxon in the shotgun. Two wideouts each side looking left, throws left, and it's hauled in. A nice easy pitch and catch to get the night going for Alex Will Coxon as he finds his favorite target, Alex Runge. 
and Runji on the season, 25 catches. That's his 26th for 335 yards and two touchdowns here in 2023. Nice, easy little pitching catch there to get it started for him. So Wilcoxon getting into a rhythm early on, 11.45 to go. First quarter, second down and two from the 28-yard line. Wilcoxon back to pass, another quick pass. Caught on the left side by number 23, Taylor, or excuse me, Joey Veith, rather, the senior wide receiver. As this could be a setup for maybe taking a shot. Yeah. They're working the short patterns, the easy out patterns here. And the, if, if the Lincoln East defense continues to bite, maybe tries to jump around, check out for or watch out for Gretna to try to go over the top. Always good to get your quarterback a couple of throws to start the game. You're always kind of amped up. Nice, easy out passes there. Get you rhythm like you were talking about, Nick. So it's going to be two wideouts each side, or excuse me, onto the near side. They'll turn, hand it off. Isaiah Weber, the senior running back, cuts back up the middle of the field. And a run that initially looked like it was going to be a loss of one or two. He's able to crank out one or two yards up to the 39-yard line. And so that'll be second down and eight coming up for this Gretna offense. That running back, Isaiah Weber, that was his 144th carry on the season. Nobody really comes close to him on this Gretna's, Gretna squad in terms of volume or yards rushing. 856 yards rushing now here in 2023. Wilcoxon fumbles the snap, and he's going to just have to fall on it as it will be a loss of one. The first Spartan defender there was Caden Chedock, the six foot four, 225-pound defensive lineman. Also doubles as a tied end, does Chedock, and he's there to make the stop there on second down. That'll bring up third down and nine from the 37-yard line. We saw that last night with some fumbled exchanges and snaps how that can cost a team so hopefully they can get that corrected and won't be a problem throughout the night third down and nine ball placed at the Gretna 37 yard line three wideouts far side Joey Veith all by himself at the bottom Wilcoxon throwing right that ball's intercepted back the other way we go with Michael Ford uh, he Ford will cut up the far side of the field now back towards the middle has some space inside the 20 trying to get to the near side pylon and he's taken down inside the five. And the Spartans have their eighth INT of the 2023 season. And that is Michael Ford's second here in 2023. And a big opportunity for Lincoln East after they forced the early turnover to strike first as they're four yards away from Pater. Yeah, that was definitely a throw. He definitely want to have back. It looked like it, they were playing a little bit of his zone there and he just didn't see the underneath guy and threw it right to him. And the ball was pretty underthrown if you are Alex Wilcox. And as Raf said, probably going to want that one back as Wilcoxon throws his eighth INT of the season. So now Jeter Worthley and Dash Bauman. Bauman to the right hip of Worthley. Bauman gets the toss right side, cuts back up, and he is in. One play, six points for the Spartans on offense. And they strike first with nine minutes and 40 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. It's six to zero Spartans on the four yard touchdown run by the Wyoming commit, Dash Bauman. That's that efficient offense right there you like when you're an offense coordinator. One play, four yards, one touchdown. <laughs> yeah, keep it simple there within the five yard line and John Gingery's Spartans strike first as Nays point after is up and it is good. So with 940 to go in the first quarter, we have a late penalty flag. We'll tell you about it when we return here in 60 seconds right here on 93.7 The Ticket. 
The best way to learn about Southeast Community College is to visit. SCC's Discovery Days will give you the opportunity to experience SCC firsthand this fall. Discovery Days provide information about SCC's programs of study, how to pay for college, SCC support services, housing, activities, and more. A campus tour and lunch are provided. See your options at southeast.edu slash visit SCC. SCC, your path to possible. When it comes to joining the Nebraska Army National Guard, you've heard it all before. College, healthcare, signing bonus. But joining is so much more than that. It's setting yourself up for a new and better chapter of your life. I'm Staff Sergeant Paul White, and because of the Nebraska Army National Guard, I'm in control of my career. And when the workday ends, I get to come home to my family. Write your next chapter by joining the Nebraska Army National Guard. For more information, schedule a meeting with me, Staff Sergeant Paul White at NationalGuard.com. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So on a four-yard touchdown run, the Spartans of Lincoln East strike first with nine minutes and 40 seconds left on the game clock after they forced Alex Wilcoxon to throw an interception, intercepted by Michael Ford there, but... Now the Spartans up 7-0, getting ready to kick this one back to the Gretna Dragons. As Nays kick is a line drive, and it'll go through the end zone for a touchback. A little bit of Husker news while we just have a, a break in the action. Caleb Benning from Omaha Westside just committed to the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And so uh, Caleb Benning had offers from West, or excuse me, Nebraska, Kansas State, Iowa, those types of programs that recruit heavy in the Midwest, and he ultimately chooses the Nebraska Cornhuskers, the DB, and the wide receiver from Omaha West Side. So I think he'll probably be a defensive back mm-hmm. when he gets to Nebraska. I, I would agree with that as well, Christopher. Nine forty to go, first round, or first quarter, and we'll have a penalty <laughs> marker on the field before the first down snap from Gretna, and this one will move it back five yards to the fifteen. Christopher, huh? I know it's not. It's not very often I bring out the no full line. name, Nicholas. <laughs> There you go. So first down and 15 after the Gretna fall start. Good crowd on hand here in week nine of the high school football season. It's come and gone in a in a blink of an eye. It feels like just a week or two ago, Jay and I were sitting there at UBT Stadium for Lincoln Northwest and Pius back in week zero. So 9.39 to go. First quarter, handoff Weber up the middle. He'll get that penalty yardage almost all the way back as it's a gain of Three and a half or four yards up to the 19 yard line. So, once again, Isaiah Weber, a lot of wear and tear on those tires for 148 carries now here in 2023. 852 rushing yards coming into this one and 13 scores on the ground. Here's he goes again on another carry, splits. Two defenders and broke a shoestring tackle as he gets just shy of the 29-yard line to the 28-yard line. And that's two plays and two quick runs to make it third down and two for this Gretna offense. They hurry it up, hand it off once again. Weber powering his way forward and barrels his way across that first down marker. And just this wear and tear, just knocking down the Spartans' defense. We saw it last night with the triple option is that they can really – wear down a defense by the end of the third quarter. Here's Weber once again on the first down carry. There's going to be a penalty on, I believe they're going to get number 68 for Gretna Cohen Burns, the sophomore offensive lineman who was on left tackle duties there with a holding call. Correct. 
through that pretty right away too. Looked like he mm-hmm. got a hold of him there. So it's going to be first down and twenty, or first down and in fact potentially twenty-one, since it'll be ten yards from the spot of the foul. The penalty flag thrown on the thirty-four yard line. So moving back to the twenty, the twenty-four. And it'll be first down and 20. So we saw it last night with Lincoln Southwest. Shot themselves in the foot out of the gate. And now that is now three penalties on the Gretna Dragons. Two holding calls. One of them that negated a long kickoff return to start the game as the Spartans show blitz off the edge. And Wilcoxon goes down. Caden Chedock makes a sack back at the four, excuse me, 19-yard line. And that's going to make it second down and 25 as... Number 10, DJ Singleton came off the left side, which allowed Chedock with a wide running lane to get right to the quarterback, a direct line leading right to Alex Wilcoxon. You see how those holding penalties are so costly. It changes your play calling. They were getting off chunks of yardage running the ball, then they have to go to the pass and the sack. So here's Wilcoxon getting pressure, got hit hard by Caden Chedock, but now... The pass will be incomplete, intended for Runji down the middle of the field. Good coverage on the play by probably the best defensive back on the Spartans team, and it's Dash Bauman. Nice coverage on the play. That brings up third and a mile for the Gretna Dragons offense. Third down and 25. The ball is on the 19. They need to get to the 44 to keep this drive alive. The Dragons in danger of responding with the early punt after the Spartans punched it in on one play. Wilcoxon checks down to Weber. He hauls it in across the 25, cuts back up the field, gets a nice chunk of yardage back around to the original line of scrimmage, gain of 15 on that third down pass play. But nonetheless, that's going to force a Dragons punt. Maybe a little bit more than what East wanted to give up there. Mm-hmm. They were sitting back in a deep cover two there. So they're getting off the field, but I'm, Guessing they were hoping they were going to get off, maybe just giving less yeah. than 10 yards there. Well, you want to talk about a field position game. I mean, if they were able to hold Gretna to less than, you know, five, six, seven yards there, you're talking about the potential for having the ball on the Gretna side of the field is oh. greatly impacted as this punt's almost blocked, but it'll take a friendly Spartans bounce, and you're going to get it about midfield as it'll be out of bounds at the Spartans 49 yard line. Number 25. Dominic Velasquez was the Spartan that almost got his He might left, have even got a piece yeah, of it his, the way that ball came off his foot. Yeah, his left mitt on that punt. The, the snap was fumbled a little bit by the punter for the Gretna Dragons. And so, unfortunately, if you're the, the Dragons defense, you only have 51 yards until the Spartans find the end zone again. So first and 10, ball on the Spartans 49-yard line. 7-16 to go, first quarter, 7-0, Lincoln East. Worthy, the quarterback, takes the shotgun snap, or pistol snap, excuse me, hands it off left side. Bauman, as he lowers his right shoulder on the left side of the numbers, and it'll be a gain of two up to the 49-yard line of the Gretna Dragons. So Dash Bauman mentioned it on his touchdown run as he punched it in for the 11th time here this season. 109 carries, now up to 111 with his two carries in today's game. 736 total yards on the ground. 
and now 11 scores here in 2023. Also a little bit of a factor in the, in the pass catching game for receiving touchdowns here this season as well in the Spartans' 6-2 and two start. So it'll be second down and eight from the 49. Quick pass out near side, caught by Caden Chedock, and he's tackled down at the 45-yard line. Nice gain of four on the play, and that will bring up third and manageable, third and four coming up at the 45. Yeah, good quick passing game there, getting the ball out of his hands really quick. A little bit different than last night. Mm-hmm. They're sitting back there for a while. And... So once again, third down and four coming up for Lincoln East. As they'll have three receivers out to the far side, Michael Ford by himself at the bottom. Worthy pass fakes, rolls to his left, throws. And oh, it's going to no. be intercepted with a lot of running room to go. Jeter Worthy, the lone man to beat, trying to be tracked down by Dash Bauman. And he is, but not until he gets inside the Spartans' 15-yard line, as that was Alex Wilcoxon, the quarterback who plays both sides of the ball, as he just completely read the eyes of the quarterback. A little bit of miscommunication on that far side, as Worthley thought his receiver was going to come back. He instead cut up the field. Wilcoxon jumped the route and took it up the far sideline and was spun out of bounds at the 12-yard line. And so Gretna gets the much-needed turnover as Jeter Worthley throws what is his fifth interception here this season. It's first and 10 now, 5.50 to go first quarter. Weber to the right hip of Wilcox, and he gets the handoff, split and through defenders, and he will go untouched to the end zone. Gretna scores a touchdown, and they trail by just one point with the point after pending as both teams now have forced an interception and on the ensuing play from scrimmage scored a touchdown. Yeah, that all the credit there goes to. I know Wilcoxon had the interception there, but that Gretna defense, they got him mm-hmm. off schedule there, and that's what that was caused that interception. So Cameron Botwell now on to attempt the extra point. Botwell kicking from the right side. The kick is up and plenty of leg on that one as it almost hits the ambulance that's sitting off to the side. 5.45 to go first quarter, and we are all knotted up at seven apiece. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 30 seconds right here on 93.7 The Ticket. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, (laughs) there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch, everyone's favorite buffet. Now back to high school football. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So a couple of fireworks here early on from Seacrest Field. 5.45 to go. First quarter, it's 7-7. After the Lincoln East interception, intercepted by Gretna's defensive back, Alex Wilcoxon. And took it all the way down to the 12-yard line where Isaiah Weber, the running back, the workhorse for this Gretna offense, ran it in completely untouched from 12 yards out up the middle of the field to tie things up at seven apiece. Both these teams, six and two here this season. Both these teams fighting for 
just a little bit of a higher seed oh, in oh. higher seed oh. in <laughs> playoffs. And the kick will be fielded halfway through the end zone for a touchback. So 545 to go first quarter and Jeter Worthley after throwing his fifth INT here in 2023 is back out onto the field to try to bounce back. And what I will say coming into this game, Worthley with a really good touchdown to interception ratio, 17 touchdowns, four, now five interceptions, really good at holding on to the ball. Hasn't committed a fumble either this season. Wilcoxon, on the other hand, committed his eighth interception here just a little bit ago. Turns, hands it off, Dash Bauman splitting through defenders, lowers that shoulder, a nice job tackling by the right ankle by number 31, Caleb Sherman, the senior linebacker, six foot, 200 pounds, measuring in for the Gretna defense. So that brings up second down and six after the four-yard gain on first down. Worthy turns, play action, quick pass. It's oh. incomplete. A hit was delivered by Alex Runge on Landon Lingenfelter. Lingenfelter, one of the bright spots for this Spartans team as just a sophomore, but surely made his presence known so far this season in the form of 17 receptions here in 2023. So that brings up a crucial third down and six. Shotgun snap, Worthley. Looking left, throws left, and it's a batted away. What an unbelievable play by Alex Wilcoxon, but now a penalty flag is thrown in the direction of Alex Wilcoxon. I think it's going to be pass interference. I think he got on his back there when he made the deflection. I think, so I think it'll be probably pass interference here. So a really nice defensive play nonetheless as he was able to get a little bit of positioning around the intended receiver, Michael Ford, but he used his right hand to kind of create and I should say make up space so that'll move the chains first and 10 as the ball is going to be placed now at the Spartans 39 yard line that's an in always interesting for me you get 15 mm -hmm. yards there when it was only a six yard in <laughs> so first and 10 from the 39 yard line quick pass out far side and it's through the hands of Landon Lingenfelter it falls incomplete you wonder if he had maybe some history of that last play where mm -hmm. he almost got, you know, crushed pretty hard going yep. over the middle there. And then that next play, you're like, uh oh, watch out. So now that brings up second down and 10 ball on the 39 yard line. Snap back where the turns, hands it off. Bauman was a shoestring away from breaking that one for a lot more than just the five yards that he did got, or maybe did get, or maybe even six yards as Bauman, his, shoe. his right shoe came off, but now he'll, Ask for a sub just to make sure it's tied tightly as number 20, Kelby Zimmerman, the backup running back, will check in. So that brings up third down and five. Ball is placed at the 44-yard line. Pistol formation, Worthley with three wideouts far side. Quick pass. It's caught. Lingenfelter across the first down marker. They tried to run that play <laughs> about three times ago or three plays ago. Lingenfelter got hit hard by Runji. But uh, he's able to haul this one in for his first catch of the night and move the chains up to the Gretna 48-yard line. First and 10 for the Spartans. Same formation, three wideouts, far side. Number four, Owen Lasik, all by himself. Quick pass, Lingenfelter, as he's taken down just past the 45-yard line at the 44. Went back to the play. Yeah, same exact sequence there as previously. It was two incompletions. Now it's two straight completions for... Jeter Worthley and the Spartans offense to Landon Lingenfelter. 
Brings up second down and four, or second down and six, excuse me, after the four-yard gain. You know, inside four minutes to play. As a little bit of confusion at the line. And guess what? Great Kelby play. Zimmerman goes down. A loss of three on the play as Isaiah Weber, the running back but also linebacker, was the first one in there to make the stop of Kelby Zimmerman. Dash Bauman sitting on the sideline after his right shoe came off just a few minutes ago. So three minutes and 29 seconds to go. Opening quarter here from Seacrest. Third down and nine coming up from the Spartan, for the Spartans offense. Snapback Worthy will roll to his right. Still rolling, surveying, throws downfield, and it's out of reach for Landon Lingenfelter. Good and now it looks like the Spartans are going to punt it away on fourth down. Good coverage there by Gretna. There was no one open downfield, so he was basically just kind of throwing it up for grabs there. So three minutes and 18 seconds to go. We're all tied up at seven here in the first quarter. Both these teams, six and two this season. Gretna has two punt returners back. Uh oh. And it looks like Lincoln East is going to get away with only having 10 wow. guys on the field there. <laughs> and now they'll, on the return, make the tackle at the 16-yard line. Number 73 for the Lincoln East Spartans. Blake Groenwold came running in <laughs> as soon as that ball was snapped, and he was not even close when to the, the line. When the ball was snapped, he ran by the referee. Yep. You had no clue. And I can't believe the referee did not notice that. That is crazy. That just had just, no clue what was going on. Could have been illegal substitution, yeah. false start. It could have been yeah. everything there. Could have been everything. But they let, that, they let the punt go on. <laughs> 3.06 to go in the first quarter here. 7-7, seven to seven, Gretna takes over at their own 17-yard line. Will Coxon in the shotgun, play action, looking right. He's going to throw a lob to his receiver. It's hauled in, and he is gone. Michael Sheaf will go 83 yards, but there is a penalty marker sitting at the 37-yard line of Gretna. And did Sheaf push off with his left arm? That is going to be, yeah, be the call. Because it, we'll, the coverage we'll actually see. was the coverage was not that bad. He was he had him. He just dropped it in. So we're about to find out. You got to think it's coming back. Here's the call from the referee. Oh, on the defense, it's going to be a pass interference on the defense as Michael Ford was in coverage there. He got beat this time. He had an INT earlier, but got beat this time by Michael Sheaf, the six foot, one hundred and eighty pound wide receiver. And Sheaf, from 82 yards out, he's able to connect for his second touchdown catch here in week nine. Must have grabbed him a little bit. He was going to the second level mm -hmm. there because it, it definitely was early. The flag was early before he caught the ball. I'm pretty sure that was a one-handed catch initially by Michael Sheaf as he kind of used that right forearm and his chest pad to collect that one up the far sideline and once he got that little bit of separation, he was gone to the end zone here on the north side of Seacrest Field. So now Cameron Botwell. ambulance? <laughs> we'll see. He's going to have to kick it a little to the left Let's see if here. he wants to do that. But here's Cameron Botwell on to attempt the point after. The kick is up, and the kick is good. It The gator almost actually, got Actually, yeah, say it hit the roof of the locker room here at Seacrest Field. So with 2.54 to go in the first quarter of play, the Gretna Dragons have scored 14 unanswered points 
and they lead by a touchdown over the Lincoln East Spartans. We'll be back in 30 seconds right here on 93.7 The Ticket. At Union Bank, people don't have your money. Your money has people. First home people, investment people, people people, people who answer the phone and your chats, dream car people, dream retirement people, driving your dream car in your dream retirement people, small business people, credit card people, and all the other people you need. At Union Bank, our people help you do more than you dreamed possible. So stop in and say hello. We can't wait to see you. Union Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert, Chris Raff with you from Seacrest Field. 2.54 to go here in the first quarter of play. And uh, thanks to a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty towards the end of that touchdown, the Spartans will now, or I should say Gretna, gets to now kick off from the Spartans' 45-yard line. So move do it up 15 squib, yards. Do you squib it here or do you kick it through the end zone? It's always that's, interesting. That's an interesting see. decision there. Yeah. 254. We'll see what Cameron Botwell, the kicker for Gretna, chooses to do, and it's going to be a boot. And guess what? It goes through the uprights. That's good. And so, and he's holding up the field goal good sign back at the, at the uh, Spartans 45-yard line. I think I injured my shoulder last night doing that. And so here, I'll say it, off the tee there, that was about a, what was that, Raph? 55, 60 yeah, yards. 50, 60-yard kick there off the uh, right hoof of Cameron Botwell. So 254 now, it was teed up. Yeah. 254 to go in the first quarter. Gretna with 14 unanswered points here. Spartans can't let this one get out of hand. The Spartans and the Dragons both going to be playoff teams next week. It's just a matter of whether or not they'll be able to host or if they'll have to go on the road. They'll turn, hand it off. Bauman bounces off one tackle, but can't go much farther than that as the left side of that offensive line in the forms of number 50, Zach Dickey, and the number 55, Ethan Garner, got kind of blown up by that front four or front three of Gretna. And a nice tackle was made in the backfield, a loss of one. On the Wyoming commit, Dash Bauman. Second down and 11 from the 19-yard line. Worthy motions Bauman to the right side of him now from the left side. They play action. Pump fake. Throws it near side. Passes caught at the 25 and advanced up to the 28-yard line by Presley Hall, the six-foot one junior. Nice throw there. And he's on schedule. When he's on schedule, mm-hmm. he makes some really good throws. When you get him off schedule, that's when he gets a little frazzled. And so third down and two from the 28-yard line handoff. Bauman trying to get his way forward, and I think he's going to be about a yard shy as he's taken down at this 29-yard line. Offensive line for Lincoln East can't get a whole lot of push or momentum. And how about this call? Ball is on their own 29. Uh-oh, and I thought his mind there. it looked like Jeter Worthley was going to set up shop once again for a fourth down play, but now the punter will come on to boot this one away for Lincoln East. Back deep, Michael Sheaf, the senior wide receiver in DB, back to return this punt as he's standing on his own 38-yard line. A good punt here by Colin Nay, backing Sheaf up to the 25-yard line. It's hauled in securely, advancing it to the 30, where he is going to be met by the Spartans guys in coverage and number 73, Blake Gronwold. Never forget, Blake Gronwold was... The guy who ran in late on the previous punt. (laughs) And how about this? A drive that takes just 39 seconds off the clock. 
is now back to the Gretna Dragons. It's been a long first quarter. Yeah, 116 to go left in the first quarter. A little bit of Lincoln East Spartans news as we see some other athletes walking down the sidelines below us. Their track and field team won the Class A title earlier today. So congratulations to the Spartans track and field squad. They win the state championship. So 116 to go. Wilcoxon back to throw. He throws it far side. It's caught by Sheaf, and it's advanced up to the 44-yard line. Good for a gain of 14 yards and a Gretna Dragons first down. He's going to have himself a little bit of a night. That runs him up to what? Mm -hmm. Close to 100 yards receiving now. So one minute, 10 seconds to go. Weber with the handoff. Barrels his way forward for a gain of two up to the 46-yard line. We're at 60 seconds left here in the opening quarter of play. Gretna has a chance to really bring some separation to this one. If they can score another touchdown here, the way that the Spartans' offense has been moving or not moving, for that matter, you feel pretty confident if you're the Gretna defense with a, a pretty good handle on this one early on. 14-7 to the score. Gretna out in front by a touchdown. 34 seconds left. On the game clock, this will more than likely be the final play of the first quarter as Mike Kale in no hurry getting this play to his quarterback, Alex Wilcoxon. Wilcoxon with the turn, he hands it off Weber up the gut and a nice gain of three yards up to the 49-yard line for Isaiah Weber. It's always interesting with offensive line coaches and coaching splits right there. They were going down and they realized their splits weren't wide enough. You mm -hmm. saw them also shift over. Nice wide splits for Gretna. So third down and five. And that will be the final play of the first quarter. So after one quarter of play, there's been a lot of action so far. And after 12 minutes of game time, it's 14-7. to The Gretna Dragons lead on the road here at Seacrest Field by a touchdown over the Lincoln East Spartans. We'll be back in 60 seconds with the start of quarter number two right here on 93.7 The Ticket. When it comes to tackling your fall projects, having the right equipment can make a huge difference. At Sunbelt Rentals, they have an extensive line of tools and equipment to help complete any job. From lawn and landscape equipment to hand tools, pressure washers, portable generators for you tailgaters, and much more. Sunbelt Rentals makes it easy to get what you need when you need it. Drop in to see the experts at 5450 Alvo Road in Lincoln. Or visit sunbeltrentals.com today to learn how Sunbelt Rentals can make it happen for you. At Union Bank, people don't have your money. Your money has people. First home people, investment people, people people, people who answer the phone and your chats, dream car people, dream retirement people, driving your dream car in your dream retirement people, small business people, credit card people, and all the other people you need. At Union Bank, our people help you do more than you dreamed possible. So stop in and say hello. We can't wait to see you. Union Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sander, Chris Raff back with you from Seacrest Field. Put 12 minutes on that game clock as we start the second quarter. It's 14-7 and third down and five coming up from the Gretna 49-yard line. Wilcoxon back to pass. Quick pass out near side. Caught for a first down and more. Isaiah Weber across the Spartans 40-yard line and taken down at the 37-yard line of Lincoln East. So move the chains on the nice, easy pitch and catch. That's one that Wilcoxon will take every day of the week, let Weber do the rest of the work, 
with yards after the catch. First and 10 from the 38-yard line. Wilcoxon back to pass, and we're going to have motion and movement on the offensive line for the Dragons. Once again, you put yourself behind the chains. It mm -hmm. really changes up your play call in here. So that's going to make it first down and 15. We saw the Spartans' defense against the Millard South Patriots a few weeks ago really be tough. They held the Millard South offense that can be pretty deadly at times to just 24 points through about three and a half quarters of play. But then because of some turnovers, Jeter Worthley got banged up in that game. That score makes it look a lot more out of hand than it actually was. They move Weber to the left hip of Wilcoxon. Wilcoxon takes the shotgun pass, looked at the check down. It's going to be a little bit of a screen, a little bit of a tunnel screen to Michael Sheaf. And a nice job by Caden Chedock pursuing the ball carrier there. Michael Sheaf just past the 40-yard line, and he got about a yard past the original line of scrimmage. So gain of six on that play makes it second down and nine. I think any student section is large. Yeah, a lot, lot, good crowd on hand, even from the Gretna faithful. Although it's not that far of a drive, it's a good night for football. It was 76 degrees at kickoff, no wind. The flag is at a standstill on the north side of the end zone. So here's Wilcoxon. He pump fakes, evades pressure, runs to the right. Wilcoxon, and he kind of just gives up his body just shy of the 30-yard line. Nice, smart play by Alex Wilcoxon because if he would have ended up trying to complete that pass to Isaiah Weber like he initially wanted to, Weber would have probably been taken down in the backfield as there was a group of Spartan defenders there ready to make the play. It brings up third down and two from the 30-yard line. You fooled on that, that first play. They ran that swing pass that second mm -hmm. time. They had it sniffed out. Good job of Wilcoxon to pull it down and take off. Wilcoxon is willing to use his feet. That was his 77th carry this season. He's just shy of 500 yards and also scored eight touchdowns on the ground. They give it to Weber. He breaks one tackle. A lot of running room as Weber bounces it outside inside the 20. And he's taken down at the 16-yard line. And so how about that? Uh, yeah, 13-yard gain for Isaiah Weber, and that's a first down for Gretna as they're in the red zone. Ball is at the 16. They hand it off to Weber. Right side, Weber trying to evade the pressure, cuts back up, stays on his feet, lunges. And he'll be about two yards shy of the end zone. So a 14-yard gain there on first down for Isaiah Weber, and it makes it first and goal from the three. Shotgun set handed off Isaiah Weber, and he is in. Touchdown, Gretna. As Isaiah Weber gets his second touchdown of the game and his 15th here in the 2023 season as the Gretna Dragons take a 20-7 lead. So now Cameron Botwell will have an opportunity to kick the and hit the scoreboard as he kicks through the south end zone goalposts here in the second quarter. Cameron Botwell, number 99 for the Gretna Dragons. Snap is down, the kick is up, and the kick is good as it drills the scoreboard. And so with 9.36 to go here in quarter number two, the Gretna Dragons have jumped out to a 14-point lead. They've scored 21 unanswered, and they lead by two touchdowns over Lincoln East. We'll be back in 30 seconds right here on 93.7 The Ticket. At Doan University, you can play a sport you love and also receive a world-class education. 
You'll learn leadership skills on and off the court that will set you up for success long after graduation. Doan isn't a place where you get lost. It's a place to get found, and it's a place where your future is uniquely yours. Learn more about the endless possibilities at Doan University today at doan.edu. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back with you from Seacrest Field. And this has turned into a monumental drive if you're Lincoln East coming up on offense is you've allowed 21 unanswered points after you initially forced an Alex Wilcox an interception on their opening drive of the game, took it down to the four-yard line. You scored on one play, but other than that, just one first down since, as it's going to be a nice little short kick, takes a very friendly Gretna bounce, but now it'll bounce out of bounds right at the 30-yard line. And so a break for the Spartans as they'll get pretty good field position as that ball will be placed at the 35-yard line. Kind of like an onside pooch kick there. They were trying to get another possession, but this will this will help East. This is where East has just got to stay mm-hmm. in their offense. I know they're down 14 points, but you've got three quarters, uh, well, two and a half quarters left of football, two and a three-fourths quarters left of football. Yeah. you got plenty of time. Stay in your offense. Don't force anything. Don't make this situation worse. Jeter Worley. Stay on schedule. Don't try to force anything here. So 9.36 to go, second quarter. 21-7 Gretna. They'll motion Chedock from the left side of the line to the right side. Worthley in the shotgun. They'll turn. They'll hand it off. Bauman on the right side. Bauman takes a hit from number 31, Caleb Sherman, and gets spun around and thrown down to the turf. Just about two yards past that line of scrimmage. Maybe three up to the 38-yard line. Yeah, the front seven right now for Gretna, it's basically having their way with the Lincoln East offensive line. Lincoln East is definitely going to have to, you know, get something going here because that that front seven for Gretna is all over East right now. So that brings up second down and seven, just a little more than nine minutes to go until halftime. Worthy in the shotgun with Bauman to his left, takes the snap. Worthy looking left, looking left, shuffling the feet. Now he'll run with it. This is where he's dangerous as he breaks away and gets a first down and a little bit extra just for good measure. Up to the 47-yard line. First down for the Lincoln East Spartans, and that's where Worsley will do a lot of his damage if the uh, contain breaks down, I should say, where Jeter Worsley, that was his 65th rush of the year. He now is over 500 rushing yards here in 2023, and he's added eight scores so far this season for the Spartans on the ground. 21-7 to the score, 8.53 to play, second quarter, Worsley. Takes the snap. He turns, hands it off. Bauman gets tripped up by his own teammate. Jeter Worthley tripped him up. And Bauman goes down back at the 45-yard line. That's a loss of two. Now that's once again where the defense line's getting penetration there and mm-hmm. just causing conflict there in the backfield. Trying to get around your quarterback, offensive lineman. It's... Just had to move a little bit quicker than maybe they're yeah, used to. They're, they're getting... Good penetration Mm -hmm. right now. So eight minutes and 19 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Second down and 12 after Bauman was tripped up in the backfield. Pistol formation. Worthley turns, rolls to his right. He'll look back the other way. Pass is complete by Chedock, and he gets hit immediately. What a great defensive play play. by Mac Veschio. Yeah, if he does not make that tackle, that play goes 
at least 20 yards, if not taking it all the way to the house because there was only one guy left back there. Mm -hmm. Mac Vescio was able to break away from the block by one of the wide receivers for Lincoln East and was able to go right to Caden Chedock. And as soon as Chedock turned around to go upfield, he was hit and his lower body went down and so did the rest of him. So now it's third down and 17 ball on the 40. Spartans trying to avoid having to pump for the third straight possession. Worthy throws, and it's going to be tipped away, in, or excuse me, incomplete, rather, as Alex Wilcoxon was in coverage on, it looks like, number four for the Spartans, Owen Lasik. Yeah, thankfully, Jeter Worthy's a quick, quick mm -hmm. quarterback because – he had, he had a guy in hot pursuit right on his back there. I was surprised he even got the ball out there. So 7.24 to go in the second quarter of play, and the Spartans punting it for the fourth, or excuse me, third straight time. The punt is away, oh. almost blocked. Fielded at the 28-yard line, taking a step back as Sheaf, now cutting across. He'll reverse field, gets a block downfield, breaks one tackler, and then just gives himself up out of bounds. Just shy of the 39-yard line at the Gretna 38. So Gretna on the brink of making it a three-touchdown game. If they can score six points here, they'll have it at their own 38-yard line. They lead 21-7. to They've scored 21 unanswered points. Once again, Lincoln East, if they can win tonight, they, by all accounts and by all my math, which is certainly unofficial, they could be the seventh seed. Here in the Class A postseason bracket. That'd be a home game. Exactly. That's that's being home here at Seacrest Field next week. First down and 10, ball on the 38-yard line. They turn, fake the handoff. Will Coxon will keep it himself. He'll cut back upfield, still on his feet somehow, lowers the helmet across the 45-yard line and gets up to the 46, a gain of eight on the first down quarterback keeper. It'll be second down and two coming up. Good little, good little run by him there. I, mm -hmm. It's definitely, I don't think, running is quite the game game that he has that Cheetah Worley has but mm -hmm. a little shifty there picked up a few yards so now second down and two ball on the 46 yard line 21 to 7 the score Gretna with the ball and the 14 point lead pass out from the far side is just out of the reach of it looks like number four Aiden Nowling good pressure there by East that time mm -hmm. good in coverage there Landon Lingenfelter the junior or excuse me, sophomore rather. Also in coverage was Noah Burhoop, one of the seniors on this Spartans defense. 6.36, a big opportunity here in what could certainly be fourth down territory. We haven't called Isaiah Weber's name this drive. We'll see if he gets the handoff on third down and two. Weber with those two touchdowns already this evening in a quarter and a half of play. Wilcoxon, he'll turn, hand it off. Weber gets up the middle and more. As he gets across the 45-yard line for a first down for the Gretna Dragons. You're like Tony Romo there, Nick. You <laughs> I would say not, Weber. I would not go that far. You say Weber, and they give you Weber. I did not play for Pete Ferguson's Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> fortunately enough. First down and 10, ball on the 45-yard line. It'll be 6-15 to play here in the second quarter. Wilcox in the snap. Three-step drop, passes out far side, and it's completely over the head of Joey Veith. Veith measuring in at six foot three. He needed to be about eight foot five. Yeah, that one I think got away from him there. It's a little high and a little outside. There was no pressure. He had time to set his feet. It just sometimes mm -hmm. they just come off your hand wrong, and next thing you know, they're five yards out of bounds. 
So 6.09 to play, second quarter, 21, excuse me, 2-7. The Dragons of Gretna on the road here, lead by 14. Second down and 10 from the Spartans' 45-yard line. They turn, hand it off. Weber gets knocked down, and he got knocked down by number 30, Vicente Brown. But he didn't end up going down until he got about two yards past that line of scrimmage. And so that just shows you the bowling ball type of body that Isaiah Weber has at five foot 10, 185 pounds. Not a tall man by any means, but man, he's a force to be reckoned with. I guess Vicente chose football and his dad, Eddie, chose pickleball. There you go. Eddie Brown, friend of, friend of the, the drive. 534 to go. Pass out near side. It's tipped. There were three Spartan defenders in the vicinity, but as the ball went through Michael Sheaf's right hand, it falls incomplete, brings up fourth down and nine, and it looks like the Gretna Dragons are going to keep the offense on the field as they are sitting there on the Spartans' 44-yard line. And so Connor Havakin... As Wilcox and May just poop on, pooch punt this, and he is. It's going to be the punt by the quarterback, so the Spartans won't get anybody back. Chasing it down as it falls into the end zone was Sheaf, but it'll be for a touchback. 5.24 to go, first quarter. It's 21-7. The Spartans force a big punt there, and they'll be on offense when we return in 30 seconds here on 93.7 The Ticket. You don't think about your roof very often, but you should never take it for granted. Roofing Service Company takes every measure to provide you with the highest quality roofing solution. Whether it's a new roof installation, roof repair, or a re-roofing project, their overall goal is to provide you with a pleasant experience and a long-lasting roof. If you have a need for siding or gutters, they're your place too. Visit RoofingServiceCompany.com for more info today. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So on first down from the 20-yard line, Worsley will scramble out to the left side and get two yards on the first down quarterback keeper as there was good coverage downfield. He was trying to get the ball to Michael Ford, the six-foot-one wide receiver on the near sideline, unable to. as nice coverage there by Alex Wilcoxon on defense. This is a big possession for East because remember they deferred, so you can go two for one here. Yeah, essentially back-to-back possessions for the Spartans if they can find the end zone or find any source of points, I should say. As number 10, DJ Singleton takes the jet sweep, gets spun around, and he gets dropped on the far side of the field. Shy of the 20-yard line, number five, Blake Hawkins, the six foot three, 230-pound linebacker. Incredible size on Blake Hawkins. He is able to drop. DJ Singleton on the far side, and I hate to say it, but that may be our spine and sports chiropractic and physical therapy hit of the game. If you're experiencing pain or soreness, make your way over to spine and sports chiropractic and physical therapy just one block east of 70th and Pioneers. So Blake Hawkins drop as he drilled DJ Singleton on the far side, makes it third down and 10 from the 20. Worthy back to pass, getting pressured off the backside. Somehow evades it, and now he gets hit hard by Isaiah Weber, just shy of the 25-yard line. And as soon as Raf said how big of a drive it was, the Spartans are forced to punt this one away. That's really good coverage there by Gretna. They were trying to run just a little underneath 
crossing pattern. They were trying to mm-hmm. clear clear the area out with their two receivers and bring their wide guy underneath, and they had great coverage there. So now Nay will be punting this one away from inside his own 20-yard line. A line drive kick fielded at the 40-yard line of Gretna. Now splitting through a couple guys in coverage before getting dropped was Alex Rungi as he's hit hard and falls down to the turf at the Gretna 49-yard line. So good field position to start things out here for the Gretna Dragons offense. It'll be first down and 10 from their own 49-yard line, 3-12 to play here in quarter number two. This Spartans offense not helping out their defense a whole lot that's been on the field for well, it feels like a lot longer than the Spartans owe. And unfortunately, those fewer than 60-second possessions on offense don't do a whole lot for allowing your defense to take a breather as they'll turn, hand it off Weber on the counter, and he just barrels his way forward and continues Whoa. going. It looked like he initially got tackled at the 48-yard line, but then the referee ran up, and he got a nine-yard gain out of that. So... What looked to be just a two-yard gain ends up turning into a nine-yard gain by the incredible strength by Isaiah Weber. He's He's got great balance. Yeah. You said he's going to Wyoming? That's uh, Dash Bauman's, Dash going, Bauman's to going to Wyoming. Okay. So second down and one ball on the 42-yard line. And it looks like Mike Kale will call a timeout for the Gretna Dragons. We'll be back in 60 seconds for the final two and a half minutes of quarter number two right after this on the ticket where will your path take you traveler to seek fortune in a new career or on a journey to distant lands for a well-deserved vacation wherever you go one distraction could spell disaster you can change your fate adventurer don't drive distracted paid for by the ndot highway safety office Get rid of pesky critters once and for all with Bats to Rats. Their expert team is here to help you reclaim your home. No more sleepless nights caused by crawling critters or flapping wings. Bats to Rats ensures a safe environment for every family member. Check the website at BatsToRats.com for amazing offers. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive $10 off your initial inspection cost. Don't allow uninvited guests to take over your home. Trust Bats to Rats for a peaceful and rodent-free living space. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 2.35 to go after the Gretna timeout. They'll run the reverse as Michael Sheaf has it on the end around on the far side. Sheaf gets the first down, still on his feet inside the 35-yard line, and he steps out of bounds at the 34. And so I was looking up Isaiah Weber during the, the break there and has interest from Sioux Falls, just took a visit to Sioux Falls, and it looks like what would have been September 30th was up there, but he's also a two-time powerlifting state champion. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. So Isaiah Weber, the running back for the Gretna Dragons, 226 here in quarter number two. Weber moves to the right hip of Wilcoxon. Wilcoxon gets the snap. It's a pass. They'll dump it off far side, and it's immediately blown up as Joey Veith goes down at the 39-yard line. Great job in pursuit by Michael Ford as well as Caden Chedock in coverage for the Lincoln East Spartans. And with 2.10 to go in quarter number two, it's second down and 15 from the Spartans 39. Yeah, Weber, he is he's definitely a fire hydrant. He is a strong young man. 
So second down and 15 coming up. 153 to play here in quarter number two. They'll turn left or handoff Weber powering his way forward across the 30-yard line. And you know what? How about this, Raph, for a connection? Isaiah Weber's sister, Sarah Weber, is a member of the Nebraska soccer team. She's pretty good. And she is also the host of On and Off the Pitch on Ticket Weeknights with Sammy Howe. It's all, it's all in the family. So there you go. Isaiah Weber, a little bit of 93-7, the ticket connection yep. through his sister, Sarah, who the soccer team got a big win against Purdue. Nebraska soccer, by the way, if people aren't taking notice, ranked in the top 25. They just beat Purdue last night at Hibner. Wilcoxon, back to pass. This one's going to oh, be picked off. Back the other way we go as DJ Singleton. Oh, don't And do he that. pointed towards the oh. Spartan sideline and gets oh. taken down at the 28-yard oh. line. You DJ Singleton forces the INT. <laughs> Raph, we both saw it. He pointed to the that. Spartan sideline saying, I'm taking this it to the house. house it was a house call. But then he got taken down at the 28-yard line. He didn't realize oh. that he had two more guys oh. to beat. But hey, here's the, here's at but the end of the day. Wonder too, when he does that, it slows him down. At the end of the day, it's a big turnover for the Spartans. He's needed that. Now they, they, they got to get some points here. Yeah, so they have 58 seconds to work with as they'll take over at the Gretna 28-yard line. Worthley in the shotgun, Bauman to his left. They'll turn, hand it off, Bauman up the middle, and he gets taken down by number 31, Caleb Sherman. We've called his name multiple times this evening. And it's going to be second down and eight as John Gingery will take his first timeout of the first half. We'll step aside as well with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Get rid of pesky critters once and for all with Bats to Rats. Their expert team is here to help you reclaim your home. No more sleepless nights caused by crawling critters or flapping wings. Bats to Rats ensures a safe environment for every family member. Check the website at batsdorats.com for amazing offers. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive $10 off your initial inspection cost. Don't allow uninvited guests to take over your home. Trust Bats to Rats for a peaceful and rodent-free living space. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So out of the timeout by Lincoln East, they ran it for just two yards on first down by Dash Bauman. It's going to be second down and eight. The ball is on the 25-yard line. So Worthy in the shotgun. He takes the snap. Worthy back to pass. Pressure from Gretna. Worthy trying to evade on the left side. Is able to win the foot race inside the 10. And he gets hit oh, and thrown out of bounds. Nice job by number five for Gretna. Blake Hawkins of letting go of Jeter Worthy yeah, as he close. went out of bounds because he almost threw him down out of bounds, yep. but he did a nice job of letting go of him and just kind of walking separate ways. But nonetheless, it's first down and goal from the seven-yard line with 41 yeah. seconds to go in the second quarter. This is gigantic for East. If they can stick one in here for a touchdown, you get the ball start in the second half. You got mm -hmm. momentum on your side. This is a huge, huge, what do we got, seven yards left? Yeah, seven Yards until pay dirt for the Lincoln East Spartans offense. A little bit of confusion and shifting on the defensive line for the Gretna Dragons. And it looks like John Gingery, as there was three seconds on the play clock, is going to have to call his second timeout of the first half. Now, that's somewhat crucial because you have a guy in Dash Bauman that you trust immensely with this football. However, 
the Gretna Dragons defense has been pretty good at stopping the run so far tonight, unless it's a quarterback scramble. So yep. if you give the ball to Dash Bauman, you have no way to stop the clock if he doesn't get to the end zone. And so that's a crucial timeout taken there. They got, they got one timeout there. left, I believe. It is. The they do. Great. They do. They do. But it really limit, limits your play calling abilities. Yeah. When And, and you know, yeah. as we know, Jeter Worthy is a running threat within his own right to where you can't have a read option. You can't have a quarterback potentially handing it off an RP. Like, you can't have that type of play call when you don't have enough timeouts left in the first half. If I'm coaching right now, I want the ball in Jeter Worley's hands. I want him on the edge. I want to give him an option Mm -hmm. to run or pass because he's shown how effective he is running the ball. That is the strength of his game. So it's going to be first down and goal. Ball is at the seven-yard line for Lincoln East. They've allowed 21 unanswered. Let's see if we can break that trend if you're the Spartans. Worthy sends Burhoop in motion from left to right. He'll fill in on the slot on the right side. Worthy takes the snap, rolls out to his right, tries to dump it off. Now he'll just keep it himself, navigating his way through, and he finds the end zone. Jeter Worthy, as he gets out in space, is able to scamper in from seven yards out for his ninth rushing touchdown of the season. And the Spartans... Trim the Gretna lead to eight with the point after pending here from Colin Nay. Should I return back to coaching? <laughs> so there you go as Colin Nay with the point after coming up as he boots this one as it's high and it looks like it is through the uprights. It's up and good. So 35 seconds remaining here in quarter number two and it's back to just a seven point lead for the Gretna Dragons as the Spartans, they'll kick it off. They have to limit any potential damage here with the last 35 seconds. Gretna will have two timeouts remaining here in quarter number two. But if they go into the halftime locker room with this score, then that works well into the favor of Lincoln East. Yeah, this as is huge momentum. They'll get the ball to start the third quarter, will the Spartans. With that, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. So Nick Sainert, Chris Raff back with you from Seacrest Field. 21-14 to 14 the score. The Gretna Dragons lead by seven points. This game started with some fireworks off of the Alex Wilcoxon interception on the first drive of the game offensively for Gretna. Michael Ford took it all the way back to the two or excuse me, the four yard line. And it just took one play and one rush from Dash Bauman to score a senior night touchdown for the Wyoming commit that allowed the Spartans to jump out to a seven zero lead. But since then, and up until just a few moments ago, it had been all dragons. Yeah. The complexion of this game has definitely changed Mm -hmm. as the Spartans defense and DJ Singleton was able to force another Alex Wilcoxon interception on the near sideline. Now, if you're the East defensive coach, you're like, do not let anything get behind mm-hmm. you. Get this to halftime. We get the ball back. So definitely if the the Dragons, I would assume, may just run this one to see or maybe run a simple pass play just to see if they can get some chunk yards on first down and whether or not they should really try. They, we saw that we've seen the leg from Cameron Botwell. So you can... Have that luxury if you're the Gretna Dragons as they hand it off. Weber on the left side. Stiff arms, one defender, but great Great tackle tackle. by Landon Lingenfelter, the sophomore defensive back here 
able to track Weber down from behind. And with 23 seconds on the game clock, Mike Kale may just let this one run out as there's 40 on the play clock. That's a great play, especially with East playing a prevent defense mm-hmm. there. Making that tackle probably saved an extra probably 5, 10 yards there. So it looks like Mike Kale and the Gretna offense just content with yep. going into the half with a seven-point lead. And so it feels like towards the final two minutes there in that ball in that first half, the momentum somewhat shifted to the lap of Lincoln East. And they go down into the locker room trailing by seven. The Gretna Dragons lead at the half 21 to 14 here in a very important game with seeding implications and postseason implications on the line here at Seacrest Field. We'll go ahead and step aside. We'll be back in a few minutes with the Members Own Credit Union Halftime Show right here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Stretch, adjust, heal. At Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, we believe in the power of precise alignment. Our skilled chiropractors listen, understand, and treat your body's unique needs, offering a personalized pathway to peak performance. Don't let back pain knock you out of the game. Step into our clinic and walk out with a renewed strength. Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, pushing the boundaries of health and wellness. Treatment begins with you. Step back into life today. Elway Power Sports of Lincoln is kicking off October with Can-Am side-by-side specials all month long. Are you ready to rule the terrain on a 2023 Can-Am Defender, Commander, or Maverick? You call a play and score big with rebates up to $1,500 or financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months. From an open road to the trails, there's a Can-Am side-by-side that's right for you, and Elway Power Sports of Lincoln has them all under one roof at their new 27th and I-80 location. Hurry in. The clock is running down. Offer ends October 31st, 2023. Certain conditions apply. See dealer for details. Stretch, adjust, heal. At Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, we believe in the power of precise alignment. Our skilled chiropractors listen, understand, and treat your body's unique needs, offering a personalized pathway to peak performance. Don't let back pain knock you out of the game. Step into our clinic and walk out with a renewed strength. Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, pushing the boundaries of health and wellness. Treatment begins with you. Step back into life today. You don't think about your roof very often, but you should never take it for granted. Roofing Service Company takes every measure to provide you with the highest quality roofing solution. Whether it's a new roof installation, roof repair, or a re-roofing project, their overall goal is to provide you with a pleasant experience and a long-lasting roof. If you have a need for siding or gutters, they're your place too. Visit roofingservicecompany.com for more info today. 